There's a lot of things to look for with the spring or excuse me, with the fall game here. First fall scrimmage. Let's talk about it here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. Happy Friday to everyone out there. All right. So the first scrimmage is here this Saturday, or this Saturday, a.k.a. tomorrow. And so let's talk about what to look for, what we're excited about with this Arizona basketball team, or excuse me, this Arizona football team, and what we can possibly hope to get from there. Now, first, all eyes are going to be on the quarterback position. Jaden Delora. Um, is obviously the number one QB. It's been a little bit of an up and down camp, but right now he's certainly the leader in the clubhouse to be that quarterback. Obviously he's already been named the number one. And I think if everything goes to form, Arizona will uh, have him as their starter pretty much all season, because that means that things went well. So what to look for now, again, he's not the, uh, he's not the biggest dude in the world, but He's got an ability to be able to uh, wing the football around. He's shown that many times throughout his career already at Washington State. He's going to take a few chances, but you know what? There's nothing really wrong with that. As a matter of fact, I'm okay with those chances right there. Um, I do believe that he is... uh, I do believe that he can be a very, very good quarterback for Arizona. Again, he's not the biggest dude, but the arm strength is there. The decision-making is there, but he also can get a little bit out of pocket at times. He can make some throws where you're like, oh, what was that? But, you know, when you look at the alternative of last year where you had Gunnar Cruz and Will Plummer, and, you know, with all due respect, those guys certainly tried hard. They certainly played hard, but they really weren't up to snuff when it came to, you know, being power five quarterbacks. This guy's different. He's going to try to make some plays and you know what? Um, Sometimes they're going to be successful. Sometimes they won't, but you know, he's you're what you're hoping for from him is just to show a more of a, more of a grasp of the offense and what Jed fish is looking for. And I think you'll know it when you see it Um, again. So that's kind of what you're looking at from Noah or from uh, Jade and Delora. Now, when it comes to Noah Fafita, everybody's favorite backup quarterback, again, when people do see him, you do need to remember one thing about Noah, and this is not a diss towards Noah at all, but Noah is probably about five foot seven or five foot eight. You know, he's not a tall guy by any means. Um, and he's not five ten, he's a shorter guy. But you look at where he played in high school, he played on one of the best teams in the country. And if he was even 5'11", he's probably the top high school football recruit in the nation. Now, we're going to find out just how far, you know, height limitations can take someone or how far they can prevent it. I don't really know, and I don't think a lot of people really know what to expect. But so far, the early returns are promising. Again, he he's a little bit like Delora in that he's got... He's got, he can make all the throws. Now, again, Fafita even has probably has a stronger arm. He might have the strongest arm of any of the quarterbacks on that, on the roster, but will he be able to see over the line? Will he be able to see the receivers that he needs to see? 
I'm guessing he will, but you know what? Until you actually see it, you don't know. And that's what makes this situation with Arizona football interesting is that there's a lot of unknowns that you're just trying to figure out where exactly they'll be. But again, I think Noah Fafita at some point will be the starting quarterback for Arizona. I don't know what when that will arrive, but I think when it does arrive, he's going to be one of the best players that uh, he's going to be one of the best players in this class. The other guy, obviously, keep an eye on is Jordan McLeod. Last year, McLeod um, was Arizona easily Arizona's best quarterback. He wasn't great. Again, had a, had some real interception issues, but you could at least see what Jed Fish was looking to do with the offense there when Je when he had the ball. That's what was unique about uh, Jordan McLeod as opposed to Will Plummer and Gunnar Cruz is that he was able to move the ball. He just turned the ball over a lot. He's I think he's ideal as a long-term backup. You know what? If he's got to play a few games, I think you're more than okay with that. With him, you just want to see is he healthy. Okay. Now at the running back spot, You've got a bunch of different options here that we'll see, you know, who really emerges. Now you got a couple different guys in play right now. You've got, obviously you've got Jalen or excuse me, you've got, uh, um, you've got Drake Anderson and you got Michael Wiley. We've talked about them a great deal. Again, I think they're both solid to me. They're not great. And, um, I don't know that they are guys that you can give the ball to 17, 18, 19 times a game. Um, that to me is probably isn't in the cards, but again, you kind of know what you have with both of those guys. Now, when it comes to the other guys, Jalen John is somebody that didn't get a ton of burn last year, but I've always liked what I've seen from John. When John has played, John has been good. And you know, that's there, there's certainly something to be said for that. Um, where he, uh, where he struggles, he's not a he's not a top end speed guy, but you know neither are any of the other guys on the roster really, except for uh, uh, Rayshon Speedy Luke. But I, I like him. I think he's a little bit of a pinball back there. Um, I think he's got a little bit of a burst that the other two don't have. I'd like to see him get a little bit more run. Uh, Jonah Coleman. Again, he's the freshman. I do believe that at some point he is going to be the starting running back for the U of A. How far along does he look? How comfortable does he look out there? That's going to be an interesting point to keep an eye on. And then, obviously, you got guys like Stevie Rocker, um, you know, players like that. Also, when it comes to Speedy Luke, who we'll talk about in a second at the receiver position, what does he, what does he command out there as far as being able to? Um, Get some carries out of the backfield. Can he get five, six carries a game? Who knows? And I think we're going to find that one out right now. But either way, I think the backfield's solid. At the wide receiver position, obviously you're loaded. And I think fans, you won't really have to know what to look for with that squad. You're just going to go in there and you're just going to see it. And I think that's what's unique about this team right here is that the wide receiver spot is absolutely loaded. You'll be able to spot out to Tora McMillan very quickly big kid out there about, you know, about six foot four. AJ Jones is built much like him, but then there's some other guys too. Jacob Cowing, who probably should be the best player on the team, about six foot 180 out of UTEP. And he is another player that he just gets open. And if he's in the NFL in a year, I don't think that anybody would be surprised. That's certainly what his goals are, I think. And I think that's what Arizona was able to sell him on. Then you got some other players out there. Uh, again, Speedy Luke, 
I think he's going to be kind of a jack of all trades. He's going to be at the receiver position. He's going to be at the running back. He's going to be kick returning um, and receiver. How are they able to get him in space? Can they make it work? And I think we'll find that out pretty quickly. Then you look at some of the other positions. You got a Jamari Joyner. Uh, Jamari has been arguably the best player in practice at the wide receiver spot. And you just hope for health out of Jamari because if Jamari's healthy, Jamari's going to be good. About 6'1, 205, 6, you know, 210. He's very, very physically put together. And he's, I think he's a guy that you hope can kind of push some players around out there. He certainly has shown that capacity in uh, camp so far. Does he is does he look healthy? Is he able to stay healthy? That'll be a big one for the U of A right there. And then you got some other guys as well. We talked a lot about Kevin Green on this show. I think Kevin Green's going to have a great U of A career. I really do. And again, he's about, he's a little undersized, not the biggest dude. You're going to have to put on some weight. But when you watch him, there's a little bit of Dennis Northcutt in it, in him where he just kind of knows how to get open. And there's certainly some a lot of stuff to like right there when it comes to him. Um, then Dorian Singer, obviously, uh, was the best receiver towards the end of the season last year. Is he able to build on that? Where does he fall into the rotation? And then at that tight end position, you've got a player in Kean Burnett who I don't know how much he's going to be targeted this year, but you got to remember when it comes to uh, t- when it comes to uh, players like this, and we always joke about the tight end position at the U of A, is it really going to be utilized? The reason I do believe this will be utilized is because he's the highest rated tight end that the U of A has ever or. he's right there with Rob Gronkowski amongst the highest tight ends that are rated that the U of A has ever signed. Again, not saying he's going to be Rob Gronkowski, but there definitely is some capacity to, uh, um, get, uh, you know, get to that next, get to that next step right there. And I'm, I'm big, I'm big on Kean Burnett. I think that you play a guy like that and you go ahead and, and you, you know, let, let it fall where it may, but I do think you're looking at an all conference guy right there. How does he look? I'd keep an eye on that. Then at the offensive line, the offensive line, you just hope comes out of there healthy because it's not a very deep unit. Um, the players, obviously we've talked a lot about Josh Donovan, Josh Baker, um, you know, both all of them need to stay healthy, but then you've got a guy like on the, at the tackle positions. How does Arizona look between Jordan Morgan and Peyton Fears? Both those guys, um, well, especially Jordan Morgan, he's a pretty talented, he's physically a pretty talented kid. He's just never been able to put it together. Is this year that he's able to put that one together? We're going to find that one out. Now, when it comes to Peyton Fears, Peyton Fears is the epitome of solid. He's going to be solid, so you just need him to come out of there healthy. And the other guy to keep an eye on, obviously, is big Jonas Savinea. Six foot three, 330 pounds. Um, Arizona got very, very lucky with him when it came to uh, when it came to COVID, when it came to Hawaii, because he was overlooked a little bit. And I don't think that there's any doubt about that. Um, so certainly, um, if you're you want to just see, is he a pile driver? Is he able to move the or is he able to push people around like he should be? That's what we're going to find out now. At the uh, so that's your offense. That's the offensive side. That's who you're looking at right there. Now moving over to the defensive side of the ball, what kind of pressure are they able to get? Now all eyes are going to be on a couple different people here. You got Hunter Eccles and you got Jalen Harris at both of the uh, pass rusher positions. Arizona needs, I would say, eleven sacks out of these guys combined. If you get eleven sacks out of them, it becomes a lot easier to start pushing towards that thirty sack. 
uh, element that, you know, our guy Lamont Lovett has talked about before. Um, both these guys are in their last year eligibility. Both were highly touted players. Both are very talented. Both are great dudes. So can they get to that next level right there? That'll be fascinating to see. Um, then on the inside, one position is obviously going to be occupied by Kean Bars. Kean Bars is arguably Arizona's best player on defense. He's about six, you know, about 285, 290 pounds, had five sacks in 10 games last year. And he's shown up on the preseason all conference uh, second team list. So there you go with him. Now, um, who lines up next to him? Is it going to be a Paris Shan? Paris Shan's going to get the first look at it. Um, not the highest rated guy, but certainly somebody that's a good athlete that the coaching staff has been intrigued by. Again, like I said, he'll get that first spot. Then after that, it's going to be a conglomeration of other people. You've got the UCLA transfers, Vea in there as well. So, but that's going to be your front four. What kind of pass rush can they get on that Arizona offense? Your offensive line, you're certainly hoping that they can get something right there. Obviously, you don't want any injuries right there. And then looking at that linebacker unit, um, that's a that's a fascinating one right there because you've got in Malik Reed one player who's going to start for sure. And, you know, he's an interesting guy because big dude out of Chandler High School, 6'3", 235, Wisconsin transfer, could have played at a lot of different places, but he decided to go to the University of Wisconsin and um, came back to the U of A. And he's been, um, he's been incredibly, he's been incredibly good uh, in camp so far. So is he able to push that along? Is he able to make that one happen? Now at that other position, then you got Jerry Roberts. Uh, Jerry Roberts is, I think, the one guy that you hope can be the linchpin of that linebacking core, mainly because he's already shown it. He had a really good game against Utah last year. As we've talked about, ten sacks, tackle and a half for loss. You need him to be that guy every game. Again, I don't necessarily need those numbers, but he's got to be a tackle machine. And I think he's got it in him to be a tackle machine. Those are the two guys. And then other players, and Anthony Solomon out of Michigan, pretty good instincts, a little bit undersized. That is certainly keep an eye on. And then a Sterling Lane. How do they use big Sterling? Do they use him in a run stuffer? Do they look use him in a pass rusher? Lots of different situations right there. But one thing, though, that you do need to know about is bet online sportsbook. Now, if you think that you know, if you think I know what I'm talking about, cool. Appreciate it. You're gonna have you should go on to the bet online sportsbook and say, you know what? Mike said he likes the over of two and a half wins this year. I'm gonna go with that over of two and a half wins as well. And but here's the cool thing about it. If you don't don't think that I'm smart, don't for the over two and a half wins for the under, because again, I'm not that smart. That's the cool thing about it. Check it out. The Bet Online Sportsbook. They've got everything you need right there. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. Okay. Now we're talking about the spring game, or excuse me, the fall game. Everything that you need to know. Been breaking that one all down. Now, the first and foremost is. Where are we at then when it comes to the secondary? Because you got a lot of players in the secondary that can play, you know, that can play for sure. And well, let's talk about it. You got it first. You got Christian Roland Wallace, and you got Traden Stooks. Um, how does how does Stooks look? I think because with Wallace, you know who he he is. 
Um, you know, good physical bump of the line type guy, not great speed, pretty good corner, a good starting quarterback cornerback in the Pac-12. Traden Stukes, though, how does he look physically? Is he able to match up with those wide receivers on a consistent basis? Is he able to make plays like that? That's where I don't think that a lot of people know how he'll hold up over the season, and that's what's going to be fun to look at. So that's where you want to look at for the two cornerback spots. Then safety is going to be very fascinating because you've got a lot of guys competing for minutes, right? Or minutes. Well, I guess minutes. Um, Christian Young is obviously a player that uh, the coaching staff is very, very high on. And you look at him, you can figure out why. He's a big physical kid. Um, he can cover tight ends. He can also, you know, he can also crack in the backfield, but he's not great in coverage. He's good. He's okay in coverage. He's not great. I'd like to see him in more of a linebacker role where he's getting seven to eight tackles per game and a, you know, a pass breakup or two and a, a game changing type play. That's where I'd like to see him. Um, because I think that's probably where he's best utilized at this moment. And then you've got the other guy, you got a DJ Ornell out of UCLA, um, wasn't a highly rated kid going into UCLA, but he's come over here and by the end of camp or by the end of uh, spring football, he was running with the ones. He made a lot of plays. He's an angular kid. And we've talked about it before that this coaching staff likes size. Where does he fit in there? But so far the coaching staff has certainly shown a, a liking to him. So how does he look out there on the field? Can he be that ball hawk? Now you got some other guys that are factoring into the secondary as well. Those are some of the really big names right there. But um, well, then we're going to talk special teams and just the overall atmosphere. We'll be right back with you. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now. One of the big bugaboos for Arizona for the longest time has been the special teams. It's been a source of frustration for everybody. From missed extra points to botched punts, nobody likes it. or Nobody likes when you aren't playing well there. Well, I do think that Arizona right now is going to have one of the better units that it's had in quite a while. Now, again, you got Kyle Ostendorp, who is probably the best punter in the conference. He's a... Uh, you know, preseason first team, and he's preseason first team for a reason, obviously. You look at his numbers, you can understand. Arizona needs him to be a weapon. Watch him and just watch, try to get to the game or, or try to get to scrimmage early and just watch him kick. Just watch how he looks right there, and I think you'll have a better idea of the kind of weapon he is. With Tyler Loop, that's your uh, field goal guy. You just need him to be able to be consistent. Be consistent from 45 in, and you know what? If you're able to expand that range, awesome, but just be somebody that Arizona can rely on when you get bogged down in the late 20s, the early 30-yard line, somewhere around there. But I think that he's got that capability, and he showed some of that last year. And then at the kick returner position, probably won't see a ton of this, but I think that's where Speedy Luke's going to make his name. Um, you look at him last, you look at him, he's a fast football player, and Again, he's got track speed, but it's football track speed, which is a big difference. And we've talked about that before. Is there anybody else that emerges there? Is there anybody else that the coaches are working with right there? That'll be an interesting thing to find out as well. And can that be a weapon for the team? But like I said, I would encourage everybody to go out there if you can. This is going to be a fun practice. This is going to be fun. The coaching staff is incredibly invigorated. Everybody out there is good. And it's just a good time to be a Wildcat fan. I think you're going to see a lot of improvements this coming year. 
And uh, I think you'll be able to see it here on Saturday. So again, Jed Fish has done his part so far. Again, now you need to start winning some games, but he's done everything right off the field. So try to make it down there Saturday at 10 a.m. And we will be right back with you on Monday. You have been listening to Locked on Wildcats.